I wanted to know what your biggest challenge is being a CTE teacher. So I asked. One of the most popular responses was lack of support. The other day, I went to help one of the CTE teachers in my building with a lesson on manufacturing. While I was there, I apologized for not being in her classroom more this year. Her course had a major change in standards this year, and I wish I had been there more. She then explained to me that she's never felt like she had support, even before my time. The district had asked her to move to our school and teach some new courses several years ago. She only agreed because they told her that other teachers were available to help. While that would have been great, it wasn't the case. Unless she was to receive training by some crazy osmosis during her once a month district department meeting. This story is all too familiar to many of us. You may have even been asked to be a mentor to another teacher, but weren't given the resources, time, or compensation. This is extremely frustrating and may not change. Like Marie Forleo says, everything is figure outable. And the following are some ways you can support yourself and grow into the CTE teacher you want to be, regardless of the support that you're getting in your building or in your district. Maintaining or increasing enrollment. Staying on top of ever-changing content. Incorporating best teaching practices. These are just some of the challenges that we face as CTE teachers. Welcome to the On Your Prep podcast. My mission is to empower every career and technical educator to love going to work each day because they are teaching what they are passionate about, in addition to applying great teaching principles. Before we get started, I want to let you know that I am going to be using a bunch of acronyms here, and I'm going to try to let you know what each of them are, but you know, education, we just like to use acronyms all the time. So make sure that you check out the full show notes. I have them linked into the show notes here, but it will actually take you to my website where it will have all of the links. Let's get into the episode. So the first way for you to support yourself is to join professional organizations. And I feel like this is actually one of the best ways that you can actually support yourself. As an undergrad, I joined ITEEA, which is the International Technology and Engineering Educators Association, and UACTE, which is Utah's Association for Career Technical Educators. Not only did I join, but I attended events and conferences every year. At these conferences, teachers would present what they were doing in their classrooms. There were sessions that ranged from mindfulness all the way to organizing your robotics parts. These conferences were also a great way to network with other CTE teachers. While ACTE has divisions for each CTE cluster, there are other organizations you can join that are specific to your teaching area. I mentioned ITEEA, which is for technology teachers. There is also AAFCS, the American Association of Family Consumer Sciences, for family consumer science teachers, as well as NAAE, the National Association for Agricultural Educators, for our ag teachers. There are many other ones that I'm not listing here, but that's just to give you a sample of some of the clusters and how they have their own associations. There's also value in joining organizations that support a wider range of educators like ASCD. 
ASCD published some of my favorite education books. While I haven't attended any ASCD face-to-face events, I have viewed some of their webinars. Some other organizations that you may want to join are those for professionals, not just teachers. Being a member of SWE, or the Society of Women Engineers, sent me updates on scholarship opportunities that I passed on to my students. Jared, my welding teaching husband, is a member of AWS, or the American Welding Society. He may not attend a lot of their chapter meetings, but has used those contacts to help serve on his advisory board. Another way that these organizations can offer support is through their publications. Like conferences or events, article authors share the best ideas when it comes to their niche. Hint, before joining these organizations, check with your principal or CTE director to see if they will pay for your membership fees. The second way to support yourself is to use social media. Social media isn't just about photos and posting your status anymore. I find that I'm using these platforms less for keeping tabs on others and more for learning content. I've also been able to connect with other teachers in these spaces. Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Clubhouse all have ways for you to learn and connect with other CTE teachers. One way that you will find is through Facebook groups. Search for your teaching area and you'll be surprised at what comes up. These groups range in size where you can ask questions, share ideas, and even get lesson plans. Using hashtags on social media can be another way to find a supportive network on social media. By following hashtags, on social like hashtag CTE teacher, you'll discover other teachers who are using that tag in their post. On my Instagram account at Kristen Masick, K-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-M-A-S-S-I-C, I have a social example highlights. I post great CTE ideas that I find using hashtags. The third way that you can support yourself is by finding in-person trainings or workshops need to learn a particular skill or teaching a new class, consider attending an in-person training or workshop. This type of training allows you to get content and also coaching while you're there. Our state CTE department offers a lot of training over the summer to support CTE teachers. They have some on shop safety, teaching specific courses, and teaching pedagogy. Because they are state-sponsored, they come with relicensure points and or teaching endorsements. And I know that this could vary from state to state, so double-check and see what your state is offering. Like mentioned earlier, professional organizations may also support training or workshops. This training is longer and goes deeper than your single breakout session. Another place to find great training is at your local technical college or university. They may offer some refresher courses or be holding summer or short workshops. Jared attended several weld ed workshops when he first started teaching, and this is a National Science Foundation's ATE program that actually sponsors these workshops. They target two-year colleges, but welcome high school teachers as well. Another place to check is with equipment or software manufacturers. These companies want your continued use and support, so they are willing to train you. They also want your students to be trained on their equipment and software, so that they will hopefully continue using their products. Lincoln Electric offers free training to welding teachers. Bernina is also offering workshops and classes on how to use their machines. 
I've attended many SolidWorks workshops with our local sales representative, so it's a good place to look to get that additional training. Look around at your shop or your lab and do a quick Google search to see what training is out there. FYI, most schools set aside money for teacher training and professional development. If you lack the funds and want to attend a workshop, talk to your administration. There's probably some sort of way for you to apply for that money. It helps if you go in knowing how the workshop will benefit your students because that's usually one of the ways that they determine who is being approved and who is not. The fourth way to support yourself is by utilizing free content online, such as podcasts and YouTube. By listening to this podcast, you are actually supporting yourself. Listening to industry experts teach, share experiences, and challenge your thinking helps you grow as a CT teacher. Most podcast listeners listen to seven to nine podcasts a week. So here's the question. What else are you listening to? Currently, I'm listening to other educators like Wade and Hope King of the new EDU, Grace Marie Griffith of Teacher Take the Lead, Alyssa McDonald of Teacher Hustle Podcast, and Mandy Rice of the Sustainable Teacher Podcast. I'm always looking for great podcasts that will help me and then also help fellow CTE teachers. You may be able to find podcasts for your specific content area, like any of the trades, business, or some on health sciences. While I love a good podcast, sometimes you need to see an explanation instead of hearing it. Enter YouTube. YouTube videos can help you learn new skills and improve your teaching. Because YouTube acts like a search engine, you can search to find about anything. One of my video production teacher friends created a video about video disclosure documents. You can also find many videos on how to use specific software. If you haven't already, check out the videos on specific teaching principles. Practice your focused observation skills by watching another teacher teach. While you're watching those videos, ask yourself the questions that were discussed in episode 28. Want to know how to ace your teacher evaluation? To identify the objectives for the lesson. You can do this with any lessons, but you can also search for specific grade levels. Number five on today's list of ways to support yourself is online courses to gain knowledge and support. Online courses have been getting more popular recently due to the COVID pandemic, but the idea has been around for a while. I'm not talking about taking an online or remote course through a college or university, although you can. We're talking about taking a course from an expert in something you are interested in. One of the first online courses that I purchased was on how to clean my house. It was from Kendra Hennessy of Mother Like a Boss. She was a professional house cleaner for 10 years. In her course, she goes over cleaning tools, products, and routines. She also has videos of her cleaning various parts of a house. To be honest, all that information is out there on the internet. I could have Googled most of this information, but I chose to buy the course instead. Why? Because she packaged it so that I didn't need to spend the time researching. You are already short on time and you are busy planning for your classes. And that's why I'm currently developing a course called Utilizing Social Media to Increase Program Visibility. Increasing your program visibility is one of the ways to take control of your ideal teaching schedule. 
In this course, you will learn the Define, Plan, Create, Execute, and Refine framework to showcase your program on social media. You will be able to use this framework over and over again as you reach your goals and set new ones. Go to kristenmasick.com forward slash waitlist to get on the waitlist and be the first to get news and updates for the course. As a recap, let's go over the five ways that you can support yourself as a CTE teacher. We first went over some of the organizations that you can join as a CTE teacher. And remember, I have all of those linked, at least the ones that I talked about, on the complete show notes. Then we talked about making connections using social media. Next, we talked about in-person training and workshops. And finally, we talked about online resources like podcasts, YouTube, and also online courses. If we haven't connected already, be sure to find me on Instagram. That's where I hang out the most. It's at Kristen Masick, K-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-M-A-S-S-I-C. I would love to see what you are doing for your program and in your class for your students. Until next week. 